celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday, 21st day of January 2022. That is 1212022. That's your date. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. We're looking out the window right now of the studios here. At Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. Sun's not shining. we got an overcast. we got a little bit of overcast here. But uh, it's 41 degrees right now here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 61. So it's a couple of temperatures, uh, a couple of degrees cooler from yesterday. And uh, it'll be kind of overcast, partly cloudy and overcast throughout the day here. But uh, no precipitation. However, we have a wind advisory. Whipping out the wind. So you got something in the backyard, uh, tie it down. Wind advisory from uh, 10 o'clock this morning to 7 o'clock tonight. Zipping through here in the Las Vegas Valley. That's here. But the weather is a lot worse if you're listening to us worldwide on many of the different platforms that we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Your smartphones, your Androids, and your iPhones. You can get your phone app, the KSHP phone app, the radio station phone app, so you can hear us now on your device. Now, now, now. And, of course, uh, anywhere you get your uh, podcasting, we're there as well. And I say that because uh, I know in many places the weather isn't as nice as it is here. Now, up and down the Pacific Coast, not a problem. It's nice. But, man, they are getting slammed in the Gulf Coast today, all along the Gulf Coast from the tip of Texas right to the edge of Florida. And uh, a lot of action already went through the East Coast as well. More snow in the the Midwest and parts of the uh, Upper West here, like uh, Utah, Colorado, etc. But here's the deal. We have cancellations, and that is the big story today as we welcome everybody to the show, wherever you uh, you may be. The big story today is in racing is the cancellations. 
Start off with the cancellations. Oaklawn Park has canceled today. Freezing temperatures there. Oaklawn Park canceled all races today. Weather freezing. Aqueduct. Jonathan Hardoon just texted us about a half an hour ago. It says Aqueduct finally decided to cancel today. So there's going to be no racing at Aqueduct today because of the freezing temperatures there as well. Jonathan will be with us in just a couple of moments. He'll explain further. But Aqueduct is uh, canceled today. I've had reports that in Louisiana near fairgrounds is there's snow and sleet. But to this moment, we haven't heard a cancellation there yet. And uh, a whole bunch of overnight rains went through the area where Gulfstream Park is at, and as a result, they'll be off the turf today at Gulfstream. In addition to all that, the Oaklawn cancellation, the Aqueduct cancellation, really bad weather at the fairgrounds, Gulfstream off the turf now. We have just received uh, that uh, the Charlestown races tonight will also be canceled because of the weather conditions. Tonight, uh, Charlestown will be canceled. Now, there may be very, uh, there's a lot more tracks in the particular area there, you know, in the East Coast, along that swath, that haven't yet canceled today, but they could very well cancel. For example, tracks like Laurel, uh, you know, uh, you'll, you'll have, uh, well, Tampa Bay will be all right, and Gulfstream will be okay. Uh, Mahoning Valley, you don't know about that. So what I'm trying to tell you is we're going to go through our menu as we see it right now. But there may be more cancellations, and that is the top story in horse racing today. The weather, track conditions, and cancellations. And so we welcome you to this Friday show. After all, it is the 21st day of January, so we do expect some some winter-type weather. But that is the deal. All righty. Uh, as we say, uh, off those cancellations, we will, of course, uh, we'll still have Jerry J. and uh, Jonathan with us for handicapping uh, Gulfstream, etc. And Santa Anita, my goodness, at least Santa Anita. The weather should be great there. However, <laughs> other conditions at Santa Anita. Now, at Santa Anita, we've got eight races today. 49 total entered before any scratches at Santa Anita today. They are anemic-sized fields. But on the other end of that coin, they are competitive. Okay? First race, you have six horses at Santa Anita. Only one has a double-digit morning line. Same thing in the third race. Six six horses in that. Only one horse has a double-digit morning line. The fourth race has seven horses in it. Nobody, not one of them, has a double-digit morning line. So what I'm trying to say is they may be small fields, but it will be hard to find a singleton and be safe with her at uh, Santa Anita today. 49 total horses entered before any scratches in the eight races today at Santa Anita. And it's slightly, only five entries better in Northern California. Where at Golden Gate you have eight races and a total of 54 horses in the total of the eight races before scratches at Golden Gate. So we're going to be uh, we're going to be hit with the weather 
in a lot of racetracks, cancellations plus track conditions, etc. And also um, a lack of field sizes in other places. But it's, uh, I tell you what, the, the race I looked at them in California, Southern California, you ain't going to be able to single a horse and be feeling really safe about it. So that's what's on tap today. Okay, that's what's on tap today throughout the country. Hopefully by tomorrow, uh, most of the weather will go through, especially for fairgrounds, because fairgrounds got a big day of racing coming up tomorrow. The fairgrounds, of course, will uh, have the LeCompte Stakes, a grade three, the first serious graded stakes race of the uh, season at the fairgrounds in the Louisiana Derby Series for the three-year-olds. And in addition, they'll have the uh, Duncan Kenner, the Marie G. Krantz, the Silver Bullet Day, the Colonel E.R. Bradley, the Louisiana Stakes, all happening at fairgrounds tomorrow. So let's hope uh, that the weather becomes a little better. better. Let's get that, all that stuff out. Now, I do want to mention something to you yesterday. I was, uh, you know, playing and watching Gulfstream Park and uh, a little bit of Aqueduct. By the way, I want to thank uh, Jonathan Hardoon. On this show yesterday, he came with a winner at Aqueduct. Yeah, he did. Seventh race, he said primacy. Love primacy. 1540, the win mutual there. 1540 for Hardoon at Aqueduct yesterday. Thank you, Jonathan. Trevor McCarthy back uh, running well at Aqueduct. He had three wins yesterday. And there's a bug boy, Gomez. Uh, whose agent is Angel Cordero Jr. and looks good riding a horse. He had two wins yesterday. Bug Boy Gomez did at Aqueduct. And, of course, uh, at Gulfstream yesterday, Jerry J's horse, uh, his key horse, finished third in the fifth race at a nice 6-1 to one and was beaten a head and a nose for the entire thing. That was a, that was a heartbreaking driving finish there. Jonathan's uh, selection at Gulfstream got a late scratch, so no harm, no foul there. So now I'm done with the, the those East Coast. I'm doing my paperwork and all that, getting ready for today's show, you know, handicapping and all that. So I click on Turf Paradise just to see what's going on there in Arizona. And all of a sudden I hear a woman's voice. A new voice describing the racing action at Turf Paradise is a woman. And she had a British, I thought, an Australian type of accent. Her accent is uh, was mu- very similar to the full-time track announcer they got there now named Craig Braddock. But I got to tell you, her name is Danny Jackson. Now, she's familiar to the racing uh, crowd in the United Kingdom. She's a regular commentator and announcer of Greyhound Racing there, of all things. And she's been, she's, she's been a guest race caller this week at Phoenix, sharing the duties with uh, Braddock. Uh, he has been a mentor to her over the last six months. She's from Manchester, United Kingdom, works overseas for William Hill, as a television host and commentator. She hosts racing post social media videos, previewing the Greyhound races. But boy, what a pleasant surprise. And she's a good race caller. So if you happen to click over there, check out Danny Jackson. 
a female voice on the horns calling the races at Turf Paradise. Kind of a neat little thing. Uh, she does a good job, too. All right, we're going to go to our first break because we got a lot of stuff to do today. We do have a twin queue. Uh, and it, it's at one of the tracks that might cancel. But uh, we will wait and see about that. Anyhow, Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Rich Engel be with us because there is Santa Anita today, as, as well as John Lendo and Jerry J. So we're going to get started on this overtoned weather day. The weather, the big news of the day for horse racing. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right back on race day las vegas for this friday show where the weather is the the, uh, main event on uh, the schedule for uh, racing today so here's what we'll do we're going to give you uh, the menu of racetracks available today as we speak. I'll check one more time on cancellations just to make sure. Right now, the only cancellations we have are the ones we already broadcast. Oaklawn, Aqueduct canceled. Gulfstream's off the turf. Fairgrounds has had snow and sleet, but they, they haven't canceled yet over there. So maybe the weather, they're going to plow the snow and sleet out of the way. I don't know. And, of course, um, uh, later on tonight, uh, Charlestown is canceled, okay? So here's the racetracks as we speak right now that are still uh, running today. And Laurel Park is one of them. They haven't canceled yet. Boy, they had a big day yesterday at Laurel. They, uh, they had a dollar Superfect, the highest payoff in the nation yesterday. They paid $39,102. Their 50-cent pick five there, by the way, $15,010. So they were in action yesterday at Laurel. Let's see what happens today. So here's the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook. Simulcast on racetracks around the country. First post times 
are that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, where it's still overcast, but a whole lot better than a lot of the weather around the country, these will be the first post times to roll out in our race books today. We are in the Pacific time zone. If you're listening here at Sports Talk 1400 AM, if you're listening anywhere else on any of the different platforms that we have, for example, the uh, the websites, the phone apps, the uh, uh, podcasting, however, wherever, whatever. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone. That's the same deal. Because the first post times we broadcast are of that in the Pacific time zone. And if you're not in it, adjust to it. We don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. All right? Here then. Here's the menu. We begin with Laurel Park. They're still they're still on the menu. They got ten races today at Laurel, and they got a first post time there at uh, Laurel today at uh, nine ten. Nine ten first post at Laurel. They got a pick six jackpot carryover, three thousand six hundred fifteen bucks. And again, their first post time for ten races still set to go at nine ten. Nine ten. So wait and see what happens there. All right, Tampa Bay is next. Tampa Bay has nine races, uh, and uh, Tampa Bay uh, first post time is 9.15. 9.15 at Tampa Bay today, nine races. Gulfstream Park, we already know they're off the turf there today. So the fifth race will be on the all-weather, and the tenth race will be on the all-weather. There are only two races scheduled for the turf today at Gulfstream. Fifth and tenth races, they go on the tapita footing. Ten races overall at Gulfstream. Pick six jackpot uh, carryover, one hundred eighty thousand nine hundred thirty-six bucks. All right, one hundred eighty thousand nine hundred thirty-six dollars is the pure cash in the pick six jackpot. But then they'll bump it up. I think uh, the guarantee there today for a single ticket is a quarter million, two hundred fifty thousand. But the real money in it is one hundred eighty thousand nine thirty-six. That's the carryover. And if a single ticket hits it, they'll get more than that. Actually, the single ticket uh, guarantee they say now is 350,000. So the guarantee, if you hit the uh, jackpot today, 350 grand, carry over 180,936 thereafter. All right, 10 races Gulfstream take the fifth and tenth off the turf. First post time is 9:30. Mahoning Valley, their next pick six jackpot carryover, 39,680 bucks. Nine races, first post time 9:45. Aqueduct was scheduled to go at 9.50, but they have canceled the racing today at the Big A. Aqueduct canceled. Oakland Park would have been next. Their first post time was 10.30 with nine races, but they have canceled today due to freezing weather, as uh, Aqueduct has. Bad cold weather has canceled racing at Aqueduct and Oakland. Delta Downs is going. They got nine races. First post time is 10.55. 10.55 at Delta. Fairgrounds, snow and sleet and all that stuff, but they're still going, they say. Fairgrounds has a first post time of 11.05, 11.05 at the fairgrounds. Sunland Park, nine races, six of them quarter horses. The first six, as a matter of fact. The last three of the thoroughbreds, first post time at Sunland Park with a regular pick five carryover of $5,593. First post time at Sunland, 11.25. Turf Paradise. With the female voice today. Yeah. Danny Jackson. She's going to be calling the races today. First post time is 11.35. First two races, quarter horse races. Races three through eight are thoroughbreds. 
that's uh, six thoroughbreds. So you got eight races overall at Turf Paradise. First post time is 11:35, and their pick six jackpot carryover 9,935 bucks. We get to Santa Anita. Weather is okay. Weather's fine there. Eight races. First post time at Santa Anita today is 12:30. 12:30. First post at Santa Anita. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $96,800. First post time at uh, Santa Anita again today is at 1230. All right, the next up comes Golden Gate. They have eight races. Golden Gate has a pick six jackpot carryover, $20,598. And a first post time at Golden Gate for eight races set at 1245. Penn National, if they go... Has a first post time of 3 o'clock for nine races. Penn Nat does. Their super high five jackpot carryover, 1563 bucks. Turfway Park, if they go, has a pick six jackpot carryover, 32862 bucks. They also have a small super high five carryover, $1,273. Eight races, first post time scheduled at Turfway Park, 315. Charlestown has been canceled. No racing today at Charlestown. Canceled their racing. They were set to go at four, but there will be no racing there today. Sam Houston Park. Super High Five Jackpot Carrier, $29,170. And their first post time, $4.55 for 10 races at Sam Houston Park. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the deal today. So I guess we'll be concentrating on the competitive short fields at Santa Anita and, of course, the racing at Gulfstream Park and whatever other track rings your bell that's on the menu there today. Jonathan Hardoon, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Don't ask. (laughs) 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 I'm doing fine. Uh, It's been an eventful eventful morning again here at the studio. Nevertheless, I went out for for bagels this morning and I've never been in minus eight degree weather before. (laughs) Eight degrees? Minus eight eight in Saratoga, minus six in New York. That's why they had to cancel Aqueduct. Oh, my goodness. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, Goofy weather, huh? I mean, when you get kind of snow and sleet down there in fairgrounds, Louisiana, it's kind of like goofy. Yeah, that's like. Unheard of. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully it stays away and doesn't ruin tomorrow's card because tomorrow's the big day. So yeah, we'll I know. Well, it looks like you know the weather pattern. You know, I mean the the jet stream goes from left to right, west to east, and right now it's uh, hovering over there. And uh, if it keeps pushing out, we'll be okay because everything behind it looks good. So let's uh, let's. Yeah, talk. are you? T- By the way, you were talking about uh, Jose Gomez. Uh, Angel Cordero has his book, and uh, he's a young apprentice. He started off as a 10-pound bug. I think he already has four or five wins. The bad news for Cordero is that he lost Manny Franco this week. Uh, He's replacing Cordero, so that's kind of sad. And, uh, you know, now he's left with one jock, but I'm sure he'll find plenty more. Well, and Franco's got another agent now? Yes, he does. All right, well, we'll wait and see now. That's that's an important, you know, people should um, really take heed sometimes to the uh, jockeys when they ch- change um, agents because agents uh, typically have relationships with uh, trainers and some have better relationships with other trainers rather than the ones that the agent uh, that the jockey had before. And so when they see I say they see a race and 
where Franco might have been riding a horse and all of a sudden he's not, they think to themselves, well, Franco, you know, I guess the jock wanted to take off the horse, but that net might not be the case because the agent who now has, uh, you know, another agent has him, it doesn't have a, that kind of relationship with the trainer. And the only, the only thing that uh, kind of buoys all of that is when the jockeys directly have a relationship with the trainer, it doesn't matter about the agent. That's true. You know, for many years, uh, Cordero had Johnny Velasquez's book, yeah. and he used to work for a, a pletcher and actually exercise the horses in the morning. So uh, they had a real close relationship, and that's why Johnny V used to write a lot more for uh, Pletcher than he does nowadays. Exactly what you said, I think, Ralph. You know, Cordero and Pletcher had a relationship going back 25 years. You know, that's why it was weird when uh, Velasquez actually left Cordero after all those years together. But uh, that's the nature of the game. Sooner or later, everybody seems to part ways in this game. But, uh, you know, whatever. Not that he made a bad move. He went to... Ron Anderson, who's the top agent in the world, so you know what he did the, the right thing, I guess. You know the one exception to that rule in racing. Do you know who it was? Who? Bill Shoemaker had one agent, Harry Silbert, all those years, yeah. and yeah. When, <laughs> when he went down, when he broke his leg, Shoemaker did at uh, Santa Anita many years ago, and he was out for a long time. Uh, Silbert took a bug boy named Rudy Rosales and Rudy Rosales wound up the leading jockey at Del Mar that year as an apprentice. But when Bill Shoemaker, wow. when Shoemaker came back, uh, Silbert had um, Shoemaker and uh, Rosales until the time Rosales became a, a journeyman. And in those days, I believe in those days, there was a rule that you can only have one jockey and one apprentice, not like it is now, but uh, Bill Shoemaker. Yeah, was that what, it was that way for years. That, that's a, what caused a lot of these problems. You know, uh, Velasquez, uh, uh, Cordero had Velasquez and then had Manny Franco. And Manny Franco was riding Tis the Law. And there was a whole jealousy problem between Velasquez and Franco. And Velasquez got up and left. Mm. You know, so sometimes you're better off. Sometimes less is more, you know. <laughs> sometimes you're better off just having one jock and one apprentice. And you don't have to be a diplomat and, you know, deal with everyone's feelings and everything else involved. But, you know, that's what happens when these guys get uh, numerous jockeys, you know, unless they're uh, mature enough to deal with it. I'm sure there's a lot of jealousy involved and uh, causes a lot of risk. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, there are just uh, a few agents in each jurisdiction that are the, the either the hardworking ones or the ones that have a great personality that uh, normally have the big jockeys and get them on the right horses. Most of the time. Yeah. You need the gift of gab, like trainers. You know, the well, trainers that are successful for the most part have the gift of gab. They yeah, know how to talk. And <laughs> I got to tell you another thing, too, John, Jonathan. Uh, you have to have an agent who can really take a hit and get insulted because when you give a horse a bad ride in the afternoon and that agent's got to go down that trainer's shed row the next morning to look for more mounts, <laughs> He's the one that hears the wrath of the trainer and how dumb his jockey was and all that stuff there. So, <laughs> you exactly. Know. Everyone thinks it's so easy. Yeah. It's not that easy. And then you got to spin people, and and half the field gets mad at you. And yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's just very. It's a tough business. It's like anything else. But you got to work at it to be good at it. That's, That's sure. absolutely right. But when you have a jockey in those days, like Bill Shoemaker, who was uh, the king in in California, uh, you, 
probably didn't have much problem. I'm sure that the agent for Flavian Pratt these days don't have much of a problem yeah. either. <laughs> no, they call him. I remember Snake, who used to be Julie Crone's agent, uh -huh. uh, just walked around with the condition book, and he said, I have nothing to do. They call me. Yeah, and they just, put me on horses. You, ju you just show up uh, at the racing office when they draw entries, right. and they just put your name on the horse. You know. All right. Anyhow, enough of uh, enough of chatting about uh, the uh, the stuff that happens uh, behind the scenes. How about let's uh, get something that happens in front of the scenes and how we can make some money today. Gulfstream Park, I guess well, they only had only turf, two turf races. Anyhow, right? Yeah, we're going to look at the 10th race, which is coming off the turf and moving to Tapita, and the number six horse in here, Timmy M. Mm -hmm. A six-year-old from the Monica Magui barn, Miguel Vasquez aboard to ride. This horse has been running on synthetic. I guess uh, he may have even been hoping the race comes off the turf. And uh, synthetic, he does fine. He's listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. I like number six, Timmy M, uh, to upset and win today's 10th race out at Gulfstream. All right, let's anchor the uh, late pick five, late pick four, late pick three, late double, and maybe even the pick six <laughs> in the 10th race with number six, Timmy M. Timmy M, the six in the tenth race with M Velasquez aboard. The six is the play in the tenth at Gulfstream, uh, eight to one on the morning line. Jonathan play Jonathan's play again, number six in the tenth at Gulfstream. And uh, now Jonathan will get a, another winner out of you, uh, parlaying that nice fifteen forty winner in the seventh race with an absolute great ride by Eric Cancel yesterday at Aqueduct into something at Santa Anita maybe. Yeah, cats off the pencil. He gave that horse an amazing run. Nobody yeah. passed anyone yesterday, and he just never left the wood. He shaved the rail the whole way around and got up just to win, and a, really a terrific ride. Out to Santa Anita we go, Ralph. Race mm -hmm. number six, a mile and an eighth on the turf. Yep. And I like the number four horse in here, Pulpit Rider, a seven-year-old man from the Mike Pipey barn. Tyler Bay's aboard to ride base. Had a couple of winners on Monday. And uh, Pipey's barn is actually doing well at this meet. He's listed at she's listed at five to one on the morning line. She has some very fast races to go back to, and I like number four, Pulpit Rider, five to one on the morning line to win today's sixth race out of Anita. Tyler Bay's aboard, who just snapped a nice thirteen race losing streak by two wins on uh, Martin Luther King Monday, is uh, on the uh, horse of your choice in the uh, sixth race, number four, Pulpit Rider. That's one of the races that has six horses in it, but not one morning line is double digits. So it's a competitive race, and you may very well hold close to that five to one in the sixth race at San Anita. Number four, Pulpit Rider, is uh, Jonathan Hardoon's play for the race day listeners. Sixth race, San Anita, the four. Well, I know the uh, the work you did at uh, at Oaklawn Park is now a souvenir, but you do have uh, you do, you do have and aqueduct. aqueduct, right? You have a couple of souvenirs out there. So you can actually boast the fact that if they ran, you would have had nine winners. Absolutely. <laughs> In any case, your sheet's still available uh, for Gulfstream and for Santa Anita, which, which are, at the moment are still running today. Certainly Santa Anita is, and they can get, uh, get the full uh, cards for Gulfstream at Santa Anita where? At the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. Yeah, and get, in, uh, get a second pair of gloves when you go out for the bagels tomorrow morning. <laughs> no bagels. I've got enough to Oh, okay. You're, you're hunkering down. Huh? You're like uh, you're like the bears. You're going to be in for the oh, winter. Bear. Yeah. I'm hibernating. All right. Thanks, you got it, my man. <laughs> All righty. We're going to come back with a twin cue, and I'm sure Rich Ang is out there somewhere. We'll be right back.
SDN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. SDN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. SDN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. But um, bump. I just like that music. Get your tapping your toes. All righty, we do have a twin queue at Station Casinos today. And it features a couple of races at the fairgrounds, so let's keep our fingers crossed that the fairgrounds does run today. And as we speak, they are still scheduled to run down there at the fairgrounds. So, the twin queue today for $5,000. At the Station Casinos, you can play this only at the Station Casinos here in Las Vegas. We are spoiled. Features the last two races at the fairgrounds. The eighth race at the fairgrounds is a maiden race, three-year-olds and up, mile and one-eighth scheduled for the turf. Nine are entered in that, scheduled again for the turf. To the ninth race, which is a claiming race, Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up at six furlongs on the main, where there are 11 entered. So you have the 8th and ninth races at the fairgrounds. One scheduled for the turf, the other on the dirt, a sprint race, a marathon, uh, a two-turn, I should say, uh, turf race and a sprint dirt race are your puzzle. This is puzzles. 8th and ninth races, fairgrounds, five grand, post time right around 2.30 for that there. And that is at the station casinos. And I am told that come tomorrow at station casinos, no matter what happens today, the twin Q is going to be ten grand. How about that? Bada bing, bada bing, bada bing. All right, let's go to Rich Yang standing by. Richie, good morning. All right, I'm going to go stand in line early. I want some of that ten thousand, Ralph. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> that is absolutely for sure. Uh, all I can say is, uh, you know, um, let's hope uh, that the the weather at the fairgrounds uh, gets out of there. So we can uh, we can have a great day of racing there. It's going to be a good day of racing there uh, tomorrow at the the fairgrounds. That's for sure. Yeah, really. Uh, I was listening earlier in the show, Ralph. Lousy weather throughout the country, huh. except for here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, um, all I can say is that uh, we're we're living kind of fortunately here, although. When you get used to the weather here, e- even sometimes in the morning here, it's cold, you know. But nothing like uh, oh, we, yeah. nothing like the weather we went through when we were back east, and certainly in uh, in, in Kentucky. Yeah, when we were working those winter meets at Turfway Park, man, you talk about cold. It, it's bone chilling when they get that wind coming through. <laughs> yeah, minus six. My goodness. I mean, 
do you get? Don't you get to a point where you sit there and say, "Forget it. I'm just going to be an iceberg and forget it." Well, if, if somebody spits on the ground, it turns to ice immediately. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All righty. So uh, we got Santa Anita today. I know they're short fields, but man, they look competitive. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's not that many horses, but. You know, when you look at the morning lines, you can. And John White is a very good morning line maker. You can tell that the fields are pretty closely knit because you don't have, you know, a bunch of fifteen to one, twelve to one, ten to one. They're all bunched together in the odds, which means that almost anybody can pop out there. But you, you hate to use the all button in six horse field, but uh, you know some of the races are very, very competitive. Some of the races you might have to. I mean, it's really that simple. All right, have you have you checked out the uh, lady announcer at Turf Paradise? Yes, I have. In fact, uh, I, I put a tweet out there, and, and she's pretty good about actually answering uh, the tweets that are about her. Uh-huh. And, uh, she, you know, I, I, when I listened to her for the first time the other day, Ralph, mm-hmm. you know, anytime there's a, a new announcer, a young announcer, one of the first things I look for is the accuracy mm-hmm. uh, to see how they're getting the, the positions of the horses, the, the relationship of the distances, the lengths and stuff like that, yeah. uh, inside, outside, who's rallying. And she's done very well with her accuracy, and that's that's the first thing for a young announcer. You got to be accurate. Yeah, I got and, it. Uh, and, and, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And I was going to say she seems to have a little bit of flair, and, and um, I think she's got a, a bright future. You know, she's still still pretty young, but she seems to have a bright future if she keeps getting better and better. You know. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, that is absolutely for sure. And uh, it was it was kind of. Um, a refreshing surprise to, to hear her call the races. And like you said, be accurate. You know, I mean, it, it uh, still, I guess you could say it's a novelty in horse racing that uh, lady announcers, uh, but uh, for the sake of having a novelty, you don't want to, uh, you know, drop off with the accuracy or uh, the, the ability to, to get those horses around the track. And she did a good job. She really did. That's for sure. All right, let's uh, let's go to Santa Anita where they got a, gr- a great announcer there too, and Mr. Maramati, and uh, we'll uh, get a pick from you. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's go to the uh, eighth race, Ralph. It's mm-hmm. uh, one mile on the turf, and uh, a, a spot that I like is uh, you know when you have a, a, a top jockey on the rail who can get that pocket trip and save all the ground because that's just a short run into the first turn. Uh, two-turn mile, uh, dirt or turf at uh, Santa Anita. Mm-hmm. So let's go with the one, Badger Kitten, Flavion Pratt riding. By then, who knows, you might be trying for three or four winners uh, when we get to this part of the car. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And so, uh, so we'll, we'll give him a shot. He'll, he'll probably, he, I think he has enough tactical speed to sit either third or fourth down on the inside, and then he has to navigate his way through the stretch to find the seam and, and, and rally. So let's go 25 win plays, two for the RI, number one, Badger Kitten, race eight, San Anita. Eighth and final race at San Anita. All that stuff happens. To the, that's the payoff race for the pick six, late pick five, late pick four, late pick three, and the late double and all that good stuff in the eighth race, the one, Badger Kitten. Flavian Pratt aboard. The one is Rich Ang's play. 25 win plays. $50 stipend given. The $2 ROI. Two to win on the one in the eighth race. Badger Kitten at San Nita. Get the rest of what Richie has to offer right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com websites. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right. Want to just update everybody on uh, the Twin Q. We have a scratch in the eighth race, still scheduled for the turf. However, in the eighth race, still scheduled for the turf at the fairgrounds. Scratch number four, Defied, 
Number four, Defied, is out of the eighth at Fairgrounds. That now leaves a field of eight in the eighth at Fairgrounds, first half of the Twin Q. Update on that. Back with John and Jerry. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Go to John Lindo now standing by. And uh, John, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Ralph? I'm doing fine. Uh, I guess you needed the practice, right? So you did all the handicapping at Oakland for nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did. But you know what? Uh, hopefully they'll bring those races back sometime next week because the work's been done. I'm ready to go if, if they if they reuse those races. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. were good races, too. I and know. let's hope they run this weekend. Uh, you know, they got 108 horses entered Saturday, 101 on Sunday. So good field sizes at Oakland this weekend. Yeah, and uh, let's hope that the, the weather thaws out on, uh, at the fairgrounds for a big racing day there tomorrow. And, of course, Southern California, not a problem with the weather, but has a problem with inventory. Yeah, I'll break it down a little bit uh, on tomorrow's uh, Linda report for Santa Anita. Just uh, the amount of horses entered this weekend, and especially the dirt races, which are really, really light. They're really struggling finding dirt horses. And you look at the weather out here and what's going on, and it's just it's an absolute shame. Well, now, we had a Monday card, a Martin Luther King holiday card uh, on Monday at Santa Anita. And um, a couple of notes I think we ought to bring up that were in the Linda report. Of course, uh, there's a Los, Los Alamitos bug boy. Uh, that uh, won two races uh, at uh, San Anita on Monday? Uh, Ricardo Ramirez, who's been riding down in Los Alamitos, he won his very first race at San Anita on Monday aboard an old gelding named Black Storm. Mm-hmm. So that was his first race uh, winner at San Anita. He's been winning a lot of races down at Los Al, and uh, so he's not a guy you have to worry about. If, if you like the horse he's riding, he's very, very capable, and then we saw Brees Blanc get back in the winter circle. Yeah. He had not uh, ridden a winter since August of 2020 wow. when, he, when he was injured. It's been a long time coming back, but it's good to see him in the winter circle, too. Yeah, and uh, he snapped uh, 13 races. He's ridden 13 races since his return. He got that winter there. And we got Tyler Bays uh, heating up a little. Yeah, you know, he had really, really struggled. He won a couple races on, on Monday. Maybe that, that will get him going again. I think he was, you know, one for 30-something going into to Monday. So, uh, you know, that that definitely helps. And, it, you know, kind of perks guys up a little bit when you can get in that winter circle. And we know he's a much better rider than that stat proves. Uh, and talking about stats, I guess uh, update uh, Jockey Trainer. 
Going into this week, uh, Flavian Prada has opened up a big lead in the jockey standings. He's got 29 wins now. John Velasquez second with 18. Juan Hernandez with 13. They're far clear of everybody else. As far as the trainers go, Bob Baffert's still the leading man. He's got 12 winners, and then Phil D'Amato and Doug O'Neill each have nine. Well, uh, that's pre- I, you know I'm hesitating to ask about the winning favorites. <laughs> well, not unexpected. We talked about it all meet. It's been very, very chalky out of Santa Anita. 45% win percentage for the favorites. That's uh, you know over a month now, so that's, that's a lot of favorites. <sighs> man, it is. And again, I said at the top of the show, as I'm saying right now, we only have 49 horses total entered over the eight races today at Santa Anita before any scratches at all. But you look at every one of those races, and I'll dare you to come up with a horse that could be a singleton in any one of the pick four, pick three, pick five, pick six to be comfortable with. But the thing is, uh, with the relatively small fields, you can't spread too much just because the field sizes are small. Sure. So you, you still have to do your handicapping, narrow down, and when you have an opinion, you have to take it. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, I guess if you did two-by-two two in a lot of races, you'd be pretty safe, I would think. Yeah, I don't think, uh, well, you know, if there, there are four horses less than three to one, then obviously the races are, are relatively open. I mean, the yeah. third race today, there's six horses, but... Five of the six odds are between five to two and four to one on the on the program. Well, the good news is with the shorter fields and uh, less racing days as in the past, the equine fatalities in in California dropped twenty six percent from two thousand twenty one. I guess that's got to be good news. Well, it's good news, and and you know so, uh, there are so many protocols that we have to go through now in Southern California. They are helping, but again, you have to take that with a grain of salt. Like you say, we're racing three days a week now. Uh, the field sizes are smaller, so you expect the number of fatalities to go down a little bit, but 26% is a pretty serious reduction. That, that's a good number. That is a good number. All right. Well, we know that the Lindo Report is still available for today at Santa Anita, exclusively at the South Point. You get uh, John's selections and all the races, the suggested late pick for, and all that goody news that we just talked about on the air. It's all on the Lindo Report, one sheet there. And that is at the uh, South Point free of charge. And, and John, will get an update on the ROI and, and a pick. Uh, I, I don't have the standing ROI. I'll have both tomorrow. Okay. Uh, as far as the radio show ROI, uh, right now through uh, the beginning of the year, we're at a dollar thirty-one for every dollar bet uh, for the race day picks. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go to the fifth race at Santa Anita. In the fifth race, most of these Philly, uh, these horses. You don't see any passing going on except for number six, Sedicento, uh-huh. who didn't break well from the rail in his debut sprinting, ran well to run second that day, gets a nice boost in class, a confident boost in class for trainer close size. These horses, will they look like they're going to hit neutral down the lane. I think this horse will pick up a lot of action here. Four to one on the morning line. Let's hope the number six, Sedicento, makes the last run. Fifth race today at Santa Anita. Fifth race at Santa Anita, a pivotal race when you have that race over race pools. It'll be the end of the first pick five and the per- first pick four. It'll be uh, right in the middle of the uh, pick six. And, of course, it uh, it starts the late pick four as well as part of the late pick five as well. It's a pivotal race in the fifth race, number six, Sedicento, number six, Sedicento. John Lindo's play for the race day listeners, fifth race, number six, $2 ROI, two to win on the sixth at Santa Anita in the fifth race. And get the rest right now at uh, South Point free of charge. We're going to try to make uh, lemonade today. We're going to do our best, Ralph. All right. You got it, my man. Thanks a lot. All right. Good luck today. All righty. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry, good morning. 
Good morning. Hey, listen, I just heard for people our age, yeah. one of our um, one of the people in the rock world that we probably all like so much, Meatloaf, passed away. <laughs> I know. No more Meatloaf. There's no more Meatloaf. Yeah, the COVID got him, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, COVID did. COVID got him. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we're trying to make, work our way through it right now here in uh, Clark County. We got a 38.2% infection rate, so we got to hmm. try to get past this thing and get it on the other side, that's for sure. Talking okay. about uh, passing up, uh, Jose Ortiz, who said he wanted to stay in New York and be close to the family uh, over the winter time, decided that the cold weather was just too much. So he's heading to Gulfstream for the rest of their meet, uh, his agent reported uh, on Thursday. So uh, Jose Ortiz is uh, balking from uh, the Big Apple and going down to better weather at Gulfstream. What do we call that? It's the or, or, the or, or exacta. Yeah, the Ortiz exacta. Right, well, of course, I will have to come back to, but yeah, it's. Um, I guess that's where it really should be. I mean, that's where the big racing is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York is cold, and you know it does uh, does cancel from time to time during the winter. So, well, we don't have cancellations at both the Power Page uh, uh, racetracks today, Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita. Although Gulfstream, the two turf races now onto the all-weather. So we'll start at Gulfstream uh, after a heartbreaking three-horse photo finish in your play yesterday. And the link-ups were there as well. That thing would have been hit out of the park if the horse could have finished first or second. And, I mean, got beat ahead in the nose for the whole thing uh, yeah, when the, when the a... three-to-five favorite ran out. Right. Uh, interestingly, oh, if you boxed, the, if we... boxed the, the horses, the whole group I'd given you, you, you came up with the superfecta. Yeah, I've got to cut you off because we only got uh, less than a minute okay. to get it Let done. Let me go to work. Go. Let me go to work. Let's go to the fifth. We'll take it on the all-weather track. Why not? Number mm-hmm. one, take charge row. Okay. We'll make a nice win bet if it stays above two to one. Play right. the one over the two, five, six, and seven. Do reverses. And let's go to Santa Anita. All right. Fifth race, the one. Uh, Gulfstream, fifth race, the one. Link-ups 2, 5, 6, and 7 in reverse. 2 dollar ROI, 2 to win on the 1 and the 5th, Santa Anita. Okay, in the 4th, we'll take the 1-horse ultimate bango. We're coming back to him, Pratt up, after a bad ride last time. We'll play the 1 over the 3, 4, 5. Again, we want at least 2 to 1. That'll be the play. All right, 4th race, Santa Anita, the 1, ultimate bango, the 1, over 3, 4, 5 in a reverse. 2 dollar ROI, 2 to win on the 1 in the 4th at Santa Anita. See, Jerry, when you're pressed, you can do it really fast and quick and still get the job done. Don't forget the power pages for both Gulfstream and Santa Anita available at Station Casinos today, where their scheduled Twin Q is still on. This Twin Q features the 8th and ninth races at the fairgrounds for $5,000. So there you have it. There it is. And now we, will, we can certainly close the show. And whatever you were going to say about uh, that finish at Gulfstream was really heartbreaking because uh, that would have been uh, that would have been out of the park, buddy. Sure. All right, it was a good play. It didn't happen. We'll get the next. Yes, we will. We'll get another photo. Maybe today. All right, go ahead and say it, Jared. Have a great race day, everybody. Back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Pacific.